Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of From the Top with Love. Whew, another episode, another week, uh, football's back. That's right, I mean, bro, like it's, it, it, it seems weird, I can't, I can't lie, watching this Kansas City, Houston right now, um, I mean, it, it's not, a, I thought it was going to be like an empty stadium, bro, like it's literally people in here. Um, so I mean that's yeah. that's different. They say like seventeen thousand, but that don't sound like a little bit. <laughs> it sound like it sound like good. They don't even sound like they're pumping the crowd either. It just sound like they're just loud. Like every yeah. single person is making noise. Yeah, I mean I, I would imagine you know in a situation like that everybody should be able to like skip a seat. You know what I'm saying? You know like that's like your dream scenario when you like hey everybody's come down to the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Skip a seat. But I don't I don't think everybody. Well, I see it look like they skip the seats out there. So who knows? But. Definitely a different situation in the NFL, um, but hey, sure enough, the league has begun. So hey, we'll we'll, we'll take it. I, I guess, man. So how's everything been going, man? How's how's life uh, treating? Uh, life has been good. Life has been good. You know, it's been as good as it can be um, on how the outside world will make you think life should be. If that made any sense. Yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, Hundred percent, man. It's just a crazy time we're living in, man. We just gotta, you know, stay, stay informed, and you know, stay, uh, you know, stay grounded, you know, stay objective, and, and just really just try to maneuver through this weird ass uh, year that we are going through, man. Uh, speaking of that, man, I mean, I, hell, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where to begin. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy, man, because it, it's hard for me not to not to begin with this uh, with, with this. Uh, it's Hillary Clinton uh, ducking and dodging this court date yesterday. I'm not surprised, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I guess we we, we kind of heard that might that probably was going to happen. Yeah, um, it's Corona time. But I mean, it seems like every time this mother is supposed to go to just go to court, you know, it was back in June she was supposed to go last time. You know what I'm saying? For for the emails, for everything, you know, obviously all the things involving children and, you know, all the other, uh, you know, heinous uh, things that were uncovered in that, uh, you know, in, in that leak that took place. But, man, I, I think it's, it's just crazy, man. Like, uh, you know, the whole Pizzagate uh, situation, a lot of people don't really even know about it just because of the lack of media coverage that's been given because, you know, obviously, you know, you have you know, a situation with CNN, you know, and all these other. Well, I mean all these other different outlets who refuse to cover these types of things. So it, it is kind of interesting uh, when you look at it from that standpoint of even this, this case, you know, uh, this past week where, you know, she was supposed to go to court. Nobody's you know, the mainstream. media ain't picking it up. You know what I mean? They don't want to talk about it. Um, but I mean, it's, it's just wild, man, to, to see uh, just the, how deep that corruption goes. Um, apparently there were three judges who ruled on it. Two of them, uh, happened to have a, a certain affiliation. One of them appointed by Obama, the other appointed by the Clinton administration. So obviously, that doesn't seem like the most objective, uh, most objective uh, situation there, seeing as you know she has very strong ties to both administrations. So yeah, nonetheless, yeah, um, and it's it's quite convenient that all the Trump stuff is happening now too, because it's always like a good cover up to you know what's uh, going on on the other side. Yeah. And just like this whole thing just makes me think there's not a good side. Like <laughs> you, you can pick whatever one, but you're going to get screwed by them eventually. Man, I'm, I'm trying to remember who that was talking about that. And it was, man, I can't remember who that was, but it, it's not about going left. It's not about going right. It's about going up. And like you basically like you're just looking down at, at, at the bullshit, just, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to just analyze it from what it is. Um, and I, I think it's, I think you're, you're right, man. And I think somebody who's making a lot of sense lately, man, is, is, is honestly, I'm, I'm kind of proud of my boy Q, man. Q have been out here like giving these folks the business dog and like really kind of trying to get black people to like wake the fuck up from this, uh, you know, this party mindset that, that a lot of us seem to have. Um, and basically saying like, what, what are they doing for us? Who are like, I don't, it don't, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, um, there, there is no other element of society where, you do for somebody, they don't do shit for you. Like, wh- where is that? Where does that come from? Why do, why do only we have that mentality? Like, as black people, like, they don't, they, y'all ain't got to do shit for us, but we're going to, we just going to continue to cast our vote because we got to do it because it's vote or die because our ancestors died for this right. They didn't die for the right to damn vote. That is not why they died. They died for all kinds of damn reasons. Most of it involving racism, bigotry, you know what I'm saying? Land grabbing, you know, wars. You know, I mean, it, 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 the list goes on and on, and it's just kind of ridiculous um, for people to, to to kind of continue to put that on there. And it's like, I mean, obviously, you know, you have that 
energy come from either party basically saying, you know, hey, black people, you better do this or else. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, you, you ain't shit if you, if you don't go ahead and, 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 and cast this, you know, cast this vote to basically, you know, in a way, I guess in a sense, you're um, basically capitulating to a crooked system, basically saying, hey, I accept yeah. what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like everything's fine with this when it clearly isn't. So, so you know, the people that take the what pill is that? Is that the blue pill, the red pill, or the blue pill? What pill did he take in the Matrix? He, he took he took the red one. Now the blue one, basically okay. saying like, I, I want to sit yeah. my ass down. <laughs> yeah. So the blue the blue one is you know what they are trying to make our reality be. You know, yeah. it's, Like it's it's all a routine. Like if you think about your life, it's it's at a routine in some whatever way. So right. with the governments, they um, especially like federal level, which doesn't really directly affect us, but they have gotten in our heads so much that our routine, you know, they can control our routine. They can tr- control how you react to, you know, their petty, you know, back and forth. Cause People are at the lower level. Life is just going to affect you the way life is going to affect you. Either going to make money or you're not going to make money, and that's how your life is going to be. And and um, in surrounding that, so like when you when you look at both sides, it's like they both are manipulating. Like we didn't talk about this last week, but with Chad with Bozeman, they um. Because he posted a picture with Kamala, you know, as his last picture, you know, they used that as a like a quick, you know, during, it wasn't even he was, you know, wasn't even there a day. Used it as like a quick, um, you know, that means he he meet, uh, was wanting to uh, wanting y'all to vote, wanting y'all to vote for Kamala, or she said myself, or you know, he was he was standing for for. Uh, for the voting rights and supporting me, you know, it's, it, it was so bizarre. Yeah. But that was like, that made me realize that both sides are bizarre. Like politics is bizarre. If you think back to when you're a kid, um, politics is um, a popularity contest. But then, you know, the older you get, politics become, you know, like bureaucratical BS that, you know, you kind of can do, but you don't do because they come up with these bills, but sometimes, you know, it doesn't work out or, you know, it's just not something that people respect. So I don't know what the point of politics is. Well, you know, I, think, well, I, was saying, I think the point is, you know, if you know how to act, you might you might be able to be on TV, but if you're really good at acting, you might be able to be in movies. But if you're really really good at acting, you, your ass might be able to be a politician. I think that's what it was. Exactly. Ooh, really you know, summed it down. Summed it down. So, but you know, man, I mean, it's you know, obviously, you know, it, it's just a whole lot there. You know what I mean? I, I think um, you know we we've gone into uh, plenty about you know a lot of the deception and the corruption that has gone on. Um, particularly in the year 2020, we advise you all to, you know, go back and listen to previous episodes. We really chopped up a lot of this and kind of broke a lot of this all down, uh, basically, you know, uh, laying out how we've gotten uh, to where we are now and, and, and where we're kind of headed here uh, with, you know, all of these uh, events that continue to take place and, and continue to crop up and continue to try to, um, you know, uh, corrupt the, you know, the, the American consciousness, essentially. And, and basically the, the news is is manipulating you. We all got family who's just be sitting and watching the news all damn day, hitting our line, talking about all this nonsense and, and you know, how they just believe in everything they see. And, and it's just it's incumbent upon, honestly, I, I got to say it's, it's incumbent upon us to, to, you know, inform our families of these things. And, and if we don't do it, you know, we're just going to continue to let them, you know, be brainwashed. So we, we just got to try to free the minds of, of, of those around us, um, not necessarily telling them what they have to do, but getting them to to get break free of those mental shackles. Because, you know, it, it's, if, if, if the people who know aren't able to do that, then then who else is going to do it? You know, so um, I, I think it just kind of boils down to that and, and just, you know, everybody just. You know, as as a, as a people, man. You know, our people specifically. You know, we just really gotta uh, start. You know, keeping 
us at the forefront because nobody is keeping us at the forefront. All right. We, we can't yeah. keep fighting everybody else's battles. OK, um, that, that's just not going to work. Um, so until somebody says, hey, this is what is going to be, you know, for, you know, for, for, for our people. If we, we don't we don't have to give them our energy. We ain't got to give them our time. We don't let them don't let us don't let yourself be afraid or fear mongered into doing so. Like, oh, you have to do this because or else, you know, like, no, that, they, this, this ain't your battle until until you bring something to the table for us. It ain't our battle. And, and, and then see what happened. I guarantee you, you will make more of an impact by doing that than by continuing to hand your vote over to somebody who don't give a damn about you and proven it for the last 150 years. There has been protests and um, and whatever for good presidents and bad presidents. So you just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but, no doubt. So it's as simple as you can think it. Like, percent. Um, <sighs> I mean, and I, I guess you know, uh, taking that as a segue, man. I, I, you know, we talking about protests, man. This game popped off, man. I ain't see, I ain't see kneeling. I mean, I, I don't know if they just didn't do the, the, the national anthem or whatever. I, I don't even understand why they you didn't, do you didn't. You didn't. You didn't know what they did. Well, I feel like I saw them, them locking arms or something like that, right? Oh, oh, uh, my brother, they they did lift every voice and sing and did the national anthem. Really? Yes. Did Negro national anthem? Yes. Wow. Do it in How- front of every game. Every game. They're going to do the Negro national anthem and the uh, national anthem. That is a that is an interesting uh, tactic. Um, yes. Hmm. I, I don't really know how to make, what to make of that because you know, I, 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 my, my mindset has always been just to remove anthems from 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 from, from sporting events. I just don't understand why they're there in the first place. Um, but that is that is the interesting thing. I mean, I, I think you know that kind of that, that kind of pandering might work. I mean, I, I think it, it could. Uh, it definitely might have a have an impact positively uh you know so i mean hey i mean i, I guess it's a step i should i don't i i, I just that, that 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 took me off guard I, I was not aware that that took place oh. you know i was not watching that much pre-game and and um miami uh dolphins yeah. they uh released a video right after the news that they're they're going to protest in the locker room and not sit and they don't want they don't want that pandering as uh <laughs> you know we shall overcome they want action they want they want the NFL to put their money where their mouth is yeah. they're not going to stand for any you know they're just going to be in a locker room they'll just be being there and wait till the game start you know cuz we everybody know what it is yeah yeah it's man. not really a, a good solution yeah, man. I mean, I, hell, I, <laughs> it, it it just sounds like pandering. Um, I, I, yeah, I just really is. don't get it. Um, but hey, man. I mean, that's uh, that's what we have here. That is literally what we have going on here in, in the year. <laughs> yeah, good old the year, year of the year of the pandemonium. Yes. Yes, uh, that might be the the name of the, uh, the episode. It, it, it might be. It, it might be, man. Um, wow. So, I mean, this is the year where we we've seen a lot of things. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, let let's uh, let's keep it pushing. So, this game itself, um, this is game one of the NFL season. So we have mm-hmm. Kansas City and Houston. Um, right now, it's seven to seven. Um, you know, we've seen uh, touchdowns from both offenses. Uh, John Jack, about six John Jackson. John Watson and Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, pre- two pretty, um, you know, two of the faces of the NFL, I guess you can say, uh, moving forward uh, out yeah. here. So, I mean, I think it's, it's the, the, the new quarterback, the, yeah. the new quarterback uh, tops. It, it makes it annoying having one of the older quarterbacks when you see these new quarterbacks. Because right. you're just like, damn, I'm, like, why, why can't we have one of them? <laughs> like, how can I get a Lamar Jackson? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this, this shit seems kind of – listen, I mean, obviously – Sunday is going to happen, and I'm going to, you know, sit down and watch these Atlanta Falcons, and, you know, I know you're going to sit down and watch those New Orleans Saints, and we're going to watch the same quarterbacks we've seen for the past, you know, decade plus, you know, do the same dropbacks and, um, you know, to, to, to varying results. Uh, but, you know, it is it is a lot more, uh, you know, scintillating watching, you know, some of these uh, younger guys and the way they play the game, um, you know, maybe not necessarily using all this, the regular mechanics of the the traditional quarterback position. Yeah, you know I mean, they, they, I hear just kind of freestyle things. 
it kind of does make for a more wide open game and sometimes a little bit more entertaining of, oh shit, JJ, why about to kill somebody? They gotta be outside. Um, but, um, yeah, man, this, this is a, it's a pretty good game, man. But I guess going forward, man, I'm I'm trying to, you know, I don't know if we want to go ahead and make these picks because I know we we started doing that last season, you know what I mean? Making picks each week. Yeah, we can, uh, um, we can do that. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I was honestly just going to start with, uh, you know, go ahead and making the picks. And, and I, I guess I was going to start with this one here. You know what I mean? Um, you know, basically, okay. you know, breaking this one down. I mean, it's at a, it's at a level right now where it's kind of a push. So we, we can't really tell what's going to happen one way or the other. Uh, we got Kansas City out here. Obviously, they're the defending champs. But at the same time, um, you know, it's just a 7-7 seven seven game. Houston has a lot of firepower. Um, and, you know, they have, they have some playmakers on their side, too. So, um, how, how you feeling about this one, man? Where, where, where are you leaning? Thing about uh, Kansas City, uh, Kansas City going to have it there at home. Uh, they just got the Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, a, a multi-millionaire Shit. automatically. So, five hundred million. Yeah, and you know, Deshaun Watson is also the the current. Most paid uh, quarterback. Definitely just got himself a check as well. And, I, I, you know, I think we were wondering what was going on with the DeAndre Hopkins thing, why that trade was made. But when you see the Deshaun Watson situation happen, you're like, oh, wait a minute. That, yeah. Maybe the numbers are, are why that happened. That's, what, that's, that's exactly what happened. It's like they could not afford to keep uh, both of them because uh, – let's see, he, he, uh, he got the bag. Hopkins got the bag in uh, Arizona. Yeah. So they yeah. got an extension. So yeah, everybody should be happy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you going with Kansas City on this one? I think yeah, I'm, I uh, yeah, I'm not about to trip. I'm about to go Kansas City on this one as well. So moving on to the next one. I think Houston got a good chance, man, but I just I just yeah. can't uh, go against the champs on uh you know their 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 uh crowning night. So next, man, we're gonna roll over to Philly and Washington, man. So this is uh, a game on Sunday afternoon, one o'clock. How you feeling about these Eagles and these skins, man? You know, like we said a week skins. before, <laughs> skins. You know, no, it's the Washington uh, football team. You got to put respect on the name. Uh, Was. He's got a big ass W right here. Was. Wash. Uh, so I don't know how any of the teams look because yeah. we haven't seen them. Yeah. So you can only go by assumptions. It's like it's like uh, a real life fantasy football game. True. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're just rolling the dice, <laughs> right? Because you just don't know. They don't know. You, they don't have no tape on each other. So yeah, I think. I mean, just taking a look at these both teams. I mean, Washington is clearly rebuilding with Dwayne Haskins, you know, as the right. quarterback. They really don't have much else. Uh, they got rid of Adrian Peterson. Darius guys got mm-hmm. caught up in that bullshit. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else they got on offense besides Terry McLaurin. Their defense isn't that bad to me, just because they got a lot of guys up front like Jonathan Allen and Chase Young, and they got a lot of fire breathing, uh, pass rushing kind of guys on that side of the ball. Um, but offensively, they're they don't have much. Uh, uh, Philly, on the other hand, you know they're obviously loaded on both lines of scrimmage. The defense should be That's a true. lot better. Improved the secondary with guys like Darius Slay moving Jalen Mills to safety. Um, you know, I think that's going to really help them a lot. Uh, Vontae Maddox looks like he's going to be stepping in and starting at uh, the cornerback slot. Uh, got rid of Rasul Douglas, Sidney Jones, all these guys who, you know, Ronald Garber, who was getting torched for the past couple of seasons. All those guys are about it there. So now, I mean, Philly, they look like the defense is going to be a little bit better. All of their weapons seem to be hurt other than Deshaun Jackson and the tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, even Miles Sanders is hurt. So. I just don't know what to say about Philly. It's just like maybe they they'll do they'll win. They're the most promising out of the two, I guess. Yeah, I am definitely going Philly here. Uh, I'm just going. Yeah. <laughs> are they in Philly? Are they in Philly? <laughs> they are in Washington. Oh yeah, Philly. Gotcha. So look, like we, we we haven't had too much delineation yet. We'll we'll see as we move forward, man. Next one we got <laughs> is Miami, New England. Um. This was an Cam, interesting one. Cam, Cam for the uh, show out. I don't Cam, even need Cam. to hear this. Yeah, <laughs> Cam, I believe Cam is going to show out as well. Uh, but I do not think Tua might. You, we want to see how Tua is going to do. I feel I'm like curious. I feel like it might be a Ryan Fitzpatrick starting initially. 
Um, but really? I just saw, um, you know, every time I look at these two teams, you know, I always think it's going to be an ass whooping. But for some reason, the Patriots, the Dolphins always play the Patriots tough. It's like a, this weird division thing. Um, and but even though that is the case, I'm still going New England. <laughs> I don't think Miami has enough. Um, to even contend with them. Uh, they do have some decent pass catchers there with, with guys like, you know, Devontae Parker and, uh, you know, Preston Williams and Mike Gusecki, but I, I just don't think um, they're going to be enough uh, to really do any damage, uh, you know, to a Bill Belichick-led defense. That was one of the best defenses in, in, in the NFL last year. I don't really um, I don't really expect much of a challenge on, in, in that regard. So I'm going to the Patriots there as well, man. Let's move on to Indy and Jacksonville. Um, mm-hmm. So... These these teams look a little bit different than they did a year before. A year before they got yeah. Philip Rivers up there. Uh, it's his team Mitchell now. versus uh, Philip Rivers. Yeah, I mean, Indy, I don't know. Indy is Indy. has this amazing offensive line. Um, you got they picked up this guy Jonathan Taylor in the draft out of Wisconsin and pair him up with Marlon Mack. So they're gonna be running down their throat. But you still got guys like T. Y. Hilton who can take the top off the defense. Harris Campbell and others. Um, you know, I guess Jack Doyle's gonna be, you know, going down the middle of the scene. Um, so I mean, you know, I, I think they, they'll they'll be fine. Uh, let, me give, let me give you a hot take on on Indy. Yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers is gonna make it to the playoffs. Oh yeah. And it's not gonna be a, a wild card. Man, I would I would be that that would be something to see. I mean, you got a lot to contend with in that division with Houston and Tennessee as well. Um, but I mean, I I, I think this is a good situation for him. Um, yeah, this is perfect situation for him. But I've kind of always thought that the Chargers were a good situation too. Like I just feel like they just never put it together. Like, I don't know what the fuck it used to happen there, but for some reason the Chargers just could never get right. It was always an injury. It was always just just something going on to where they could never put it all together. But in Indy, he's going to have an excellent offensive line. He's going to have a great running game. Um, I, I think they might be able to put it together. Jacksonville is basically rebuilding. I, I didn't really too much. Uh, to talk about other than Gardner Minshew and DJ Chark, if we're being quite honest. Um, so this this is um, this is one where I'm going to comfortably go Indy. Yeah. <laughs> I always go for Philip Rivers, you know. Yeah. Not too not too much you can kind of dispute about this one. Yeah. No, man. I mean, I, I think you're right, man. Um, all right. So moving along to Chicago and Detroit, another division matchup. Uh, we're talking about the Bears. Uh, they brought in uh, Nick Foles to contend with Mitchell Trubisky. Mitch still apparently won the job. Uh, David Montgomery is clearly banged up at running back, but they have Tariq Cohen and I guess somebody else who might be able to take more of a uh, of, of, of punishment in the backfield until Montgomery gets back. He's going to try to go in week one. We'll see. Uh, but he wasn't particularly impressive as a rookie, uh, but you know, I, I think you know maybe having a year under his belt, sometimes we see, you know, Melvin Gordon is a good example of this. Uh, somebody who underwhelms as a rookie but comes back in the second year and, and does a pretty good job. Right. Um, so, you know, I mean, we have that. Allen Robinson is always a stud at the wide receiver position. They got a pretty uh, guys like Anthony Miller as well. But they got uh, guys on defense who, you know, are going to bring it every week. You know, you got the Khalil Max, The Keem Hicks should be back from injury. The defense should be a little bit better. Eddie Jackson back at safety. Um, so I, I kind of like, uh, you know, where they are, um, you know, but I, I don't know how much I like them, you know, as far as, you know, being a contender. Uh, Detroit, on the other hand, I mean, we're talking about Matthew Stafford, you know, getting back from injury. They had a bunch of randos at quarterback last year, really kind of distorted their season to a large degree. Um, but, you know, I mean, they, they obviously have Kerryon Johnson coming back from injury as well. They were just really banged up last year. Uh, DeAndre Swift's going to come in there as a rookie. Adrian Peterson apparently is in the mix at running back now. Um, and obviously you got guys like Kenny Galladay and then Marvin Wood and Marvin Jones. Um, shout out Marvin Williams, just retired. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, I mean, they got some weapons, you know, TJ Hawkinson. So, I mean, they have some guys there in Detroit. I feel like Detroit might be a little bit more frisky this year than people realize because um, they kind of got something to prove and nobody's really thinking about them. So I, I don't right. know what to make of this. How, how are you feeling? Um, both these teams are like, you know, even the, the last matchup, um, Jacksonville and Indy, both of these matchups are like, eh. I mean, you, you could you could take it either take it or leave it because it's like, yeah, um, Chicago is probably gonna look like Chicago of last year. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but you know, Detroit with everybody healthy, they they are a uh, competing team, so they're gonna compete. 
they're probably gonna win that one. They're at and, Detroit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Detroit got it. Gotcha. You're going to Detroit here. Going to Detroit. I think I think I'm gonna go Chicago here. I think we need to we need to we need to uh, juice this up a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna go okay. Chicago on that one. I, I think uh, I'm not that yeah, confident. Ahead, in it, but I feel yeah, like I, maybe I know you got you got to shake it up. Yeah, shake it up a little. I think I think these Chicago might. These are these are too much of a uh, like we one sided games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because but I mean, I guarantee you, probably one or multiple of those games are gonna be going. Like oh shit, right. Washington upset Philly. There's always gonna be some weird shit um, that happens in week one. Uh, next one we got man is Las Vegas and Carolina. Hmm. Mm. Teddy Bridgewater's Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater's taking over in Carolina now. He's got Christian McCaffrey obviously in the backfield. Um, you know, brought in guys like Robbie Anderson. Um, you know, to, to play wide receiver uh, this season to go along with DJ Moore, who was it was very impressive if we're being honest. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't really know what to expect from them on the defensive side of the ball. There's a lot of turnover on that side. They got a lot of young guys coming in there, um, a lot of rookies. Um, I, I don't really know what to expect. But on the, on the Las Vegas side of things, I mean, have, have they really been that impressive? I mean, Derek Carr continues oh. to be Derek Carr. Um, they have Josh Jacobs, who, you know, was flat out stud at the running back position. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, I think Tyrell Williams is out for the season at wide receiver. So, I mean, you got guys like Hunter Renfro and I guess Henry Ruggs who are supposed to be able to step up along with Darren Waller. Uh, I guess to, to to really carry that offense, I'm not really sure what to expect there. Defensively, they've always been kind of boy, on that side of the ball too. So, I don't really know what to expect from this one, man. How you how you feeling? Uh, yeah. Once again, we three for three. It's like blah blah. Like these these matchups they came with the first week. It's just <laughs> like yeah, kind like, of what? Kinda, yeah, not great, not great. Uh, like, uh, uh, I mean. The only good thing about the Raiders is the name, you know, the stadium that they moved to. They didn't change anything. Yeah. Uh, so it was like. Everything was there. Yeah. I would, you know, I'll put my money on Carolina. I'm going to say Carolina because it's going to be at Carolina. And they got more weapons. And it's just, you know, maybe Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater himself is a weapon. So who knows? This is true. I mean, Teddy got his first uh, job, at, first uh, starting job, at, well, since Minnesota, obviously. I think um, I think I'm gonna go with the Raiders here. Uh, they were traveling across country. That's never a good look, but I do think maybe they'll just be able to kind of control the line of scrimmage. They have a pretty decent offensive line. I feel like they might be able to kind of just manhandle Carolina up front, just because they don't seem to have the same guys they used to on that. You know, it used to be kind of a vaunted Carolina front over there, but and yeah. I don't really, I don't really see that as much. Quickly. Yeah, <laughs> loss was was bad for them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Wonder Bread. I just Wonder Bread. I agree, man. I feel like it's like it's just not the same uh, in Carolina. They they kind of definitely appear to be you know the the fourth banana in this division this season. Um, so I, I just I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going with the Raiders to kind of just come across the country and, and take care of business. Um, next one we got is the Jets and the Bills. Hmm. Are they in Buffalo? They're in Buffalo, yeah. That defense is pretty good. Buffalo usually has pretty good defense. Um, pretty good defense. I will say that. Um, the Jets have been seeming promising. Like, but don't they have a new co- uh, coach this year? Uh, the Jets, I, be- I believe Adam Gase is still there, I want to say, um, from last season. I guess, you know, you know they, they don't ever just let them be one and done. They always uh, let those guys, uh, you know, see it through for at least a couple of years, right? I mean, do we, do we, do we, you know, we don't typically get that uh, that kind of leeway. Um, but hey, you know, that that is uh, he's on his second gig uh, in the AFC East. Um, but you know, I mean, I think um, yeah, he's, he's currently still the head coach there. Um, very very odd guy at Adam Gase, but uh, in, in any event, um, you know, just uh, taking a look at what they've got here, the defense is going to be a lot weirder. I mean, I believe they moved Jamal Adams. If I'm not mistaken. Um, I feel like I felt like that happened. Uh, like he might have been uh, that he asked for a trade, and yeah, he went to Seattle. Yeah, so their yeah, defense is a lot thinner than it once was. I mean, when you think about the studs they used to have, you know, Leonard Williams and Jamal Adams. I mean, both of those guys end up being traded. They just have a full overhaul that they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. They kind of look a little susceptible to me um, in that regard. Um, 
And just, I mean, just taking a look at offensively, I mean, you got Sam Donald coming back. Still lukewarm. Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon, uh, I mean, Rashad Perryman, it's just not a lot there. Uh, Jameson Crowder, Chris Herndon, it's not really a lot to get you excited. Uh, Buffalo Bills, I mean, they're going to play defense. You know, yeah. they're, they're going to be physical. Uh, they're going to run the game. ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like the addition of Stephon Diggs. You know, you obviously got guys like Smokey Brown and, and company. You got to get the ball to him. Yeah. You got to get the ball to him. So, I mean, I think – I think I think you might be. Uh, they 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 might. I'm going Buffalo on it. Uh, I, I yeah, think yeah. I mean, Buff- <sighs> the Jets. Go Buffalo still. Go Buffalo. <laughs> I can All do right. it. We're keeping track of these things, though. We 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 gonna we literally are gonna keep tracking and, and, and tally this thing up at the end of the season this time because we want to want to make sure we, we we do this thing the right way, man. All right, you want to try to fly through these, man? Cleveland and yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore. Well, I thought about it too quickly. Uh, yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. I think, I, I think this one's gonna be a little it's closer. Be close. than think. Yeah, no, it's gonna be close, but Baltimore's gonna win. I think Cleveland's gonna be a lot better than, than they were last year. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't, I can't go against Baltimore. I'm going, I'm going Baltimore as well. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Seattle and Atlanta. Yeah, this, 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 this okay. you have the phone. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, uh, Seattle, of course. Um, but... <laughs> of course, they got Russell. You know, obviously, still gonna be doing this thing, man. Um, Clowney isn't back yet. I, I, he's he's nah. moving on to Tennessee. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, he's, he's, he's got Chris Carson. He's got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and the crew. Um, I guess Greg Olson now and with Will Disley. Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris, yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, they, they have a good offense. The defense is still going to – I mean, it's going to be a, a uphill battle, I guess. Um, but the Falcons, man, I mean, I, I, it's going to come down to the line of scrimmage. I mean, these, these are my boys, man. I mean, hey, I, I, I've not been particularly impressed with what I've seen in the last two offseasons. Um, to be quite honest, man, might maybe the last three off seasons. I, I just the, the way that they've addressed the line of scrimmage has just not been to my liking. I just feel like you need to sell out to address that issue, and they just seem to be very intent on you know just kind of continuing to, to lightly address it every year. I mean, I, I do think Dante Fowler is, is a huge upgrade over Vic Beasley, um, and, and you you know pep, uh, couple that with you know bringing you know young guys like Marlon Davidson. Uh, you know, some of the other uh, guys like A.J. Terrell to kind of bolster this defense a little bit. You got some of the guys coming back from injury like Deion Jones and, um, and, and you know, and, and Poyel Okun at the linebacker position. Everybody should be healthy. The safety should be healthy. Hopefully Keanu Neal is finally healthy. And, I mean, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, when Dan Quinn has his guys in the secondary sense to do well, uh, that last time Desmond Trufant was not there, uh, you know they went on the run to the Super Bowl. So I don't know. I don't, obviously, I don't think that it that necessarily correlates together. But I mean, it, if, if you get something that attack McKinley, maybe this defense can actually show up. So I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm inclined to just hey, I'm, I'm just gonna roll with the, with the home team, man. Maybe Ty Gurley is able to you know cash in on some of these red zone opportunities, so they're not just left you know kicking field goals with with, with Young Way Koo all day long. Uh, so yes. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go go with the home team, man. So that, that we, we we have another differing opinion on that one. Yeah, yeah of course on that one. <laughs> so next one we got, man, is, is the Chargers and the, and the Bengals. This is interesting. Oh uh, yeah. <sighs> Who's quarterback of the, uh, the Chargers? Tyrod Taylor, man. Is he, you know, Tyrod, you is out here. He's got he's got uh, Austin Eckler, you know, I, I guess helping him out. Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, you know, he's got some guys out there. Um, Mike Williams is injured, so he's not going to be there to help out. But I mean, offensive line is decent. I think this is, might be Tyrod's best offense. I don't think Buffalo really gave him much to work with yet. Like maybe a handful of games with Sammy Watkins, and then it was, you know, <laughs> like make it work, nigga. You know, like it was they weren't really giving him much to work with. Uh, so I, I think I, I think he quietly might be a little bit more. Uh, dangerous than people are giving him credit for. Uh, everybody just expects uh, him to just hand that job over to Justin Herbert. But I just don't think that's that's that uh, that's what's going to happen. Uh, Chargers did suffer a huge loss with Derwin James on, on on defense, being out for the rest of the season. Um, but I don't know, man. Since he is just, I mean, that offense is is, is kind of interesting, man. Joe Burrow with with Joe Mixon in the backfield and all these damn receivers, man, from AJ Green to Tyler Boyd to you know a T Higgins to you know John Ross. 
I mean, hell, Auden Tate. I mean, they they are loaded. I mean, they can just go come out here and go five wide every 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 uh every other snap. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they had success. And the offensive line is a little bit improved, so I, I mean, I think they they are. If you want to get into a shootout, I think Cincinnati is the team to do. Uh, not the team you probably want to do that shit with. Right. <laughs> um, uh, depending on how well Joe Burrow catches on. I mean, this is your LSU boy, man. How, how you feeling about Burrow in, in, in Cincinnati? I mean, the, he's from Ohio. He's from, like, the area, from the country. Um, yeah, I fuck with Joe Burrow, but um, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out if if it's um, it was the coaching style of LSU or if it was Joe Burrow yeah. that was doing that. So. We're going to see, man. We're going to see. Who you got, man? Who do I got? Um, Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I got Chargers. I am. Fuck, man. I'm going Chargers. I wanted to go. I wanted to go single so bad. Like, I really did. I just, I can't go against the black team, man. I I couldn't do it either. I want to see him succeed anyway. So next one, man, we got is Arizona versus San Francisco. Kyler Murray against the vaunted 49ers defense. Um, Kyler's got all these weapons now, man, uh, with you know Nuke Hopkins and you know, Kenyon Drake settling in at running back. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Christian Kirk is out here. Larry Fitzgerald still out, out, out here. Uh, still. You know, still at it. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, so I think – You don't you know, play next year. I, he got to he got to retire next year. Well, we, I mean, I, I don't know. We, we, it, it remains to be seen, but you know, we'll see if Kingsbury can put together a decent offense this year with these weapons. Uh, last year, I kind of felt like they had that handcuffs on Kyler a little bit, not really letting him let him cook. I guess you could say. Um, 49ers, man. I mean, we know what to expect. I mean, the defense is going to come out and you know probably be dominant again. Um, they they don't really miss too much uh, offensively. I think it's going to be a little bit more. Uh, weird, uh, you know, with the fact that you lose Emmanuel Sanders to New Orleans. Uh, Debo Samuel is banged up. So, I mean, you don't have much in the way of the passing game except for um, George Kittle, I guess, uh, and, and, and the running game. So, I mean, unless the 49ers, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to depend on what kind of game this is. If, if the 49ers yeah. is an ugly game, you know, it's one way. But if Kyler Murray is able to move the ball down the field, it's a completely different game. So, I don't know, man, what you think? Yeah, if it is an ugly game, if if it's a three six game, I'm going with a Forty Niners. If it's a <laughs> if they have to throw the ball and challenge Garoppolo, yeah, then uh, Kyler Murray got it, and it'll be Arizona. I'm more inclined to think that I, if I had to put my money on, I would think that the Forty Niners are going to muck this game up. Um, I oh, think yeah. that. Kyler is going to be – he hasn't really been able to play with these weapons. He hasn't had any preseason. He doesn't really know these guys that well. He's a young player in and of himself and doesn't like he has like this experienced coach uh, who can kind of, you know, help him to, you know, hone in on, 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 on folks on the minor details. I feel like I feel like this is kind of one of those situations where 49ers might come out and maybe, maybe smack them in the mouth a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to go with the 49ers here with no weapons on the outside to kind of just win an ugly game, uh, maybe something like 10 to 9 or some ugly shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'll go with Arizona. I'll give I'll give Kyle and Murray a chance. Gotcha. Yeah, see, I, I like that, man. Yeah, I, I think you know. It, it, I think you think the game's gonna go one way. I think the game's gonna go another, a completely different way. So it's gonna be a uh, uh, interesting to watch on Sunday uh, to to see uh, you know who, who comes out uh, you know with the correct answer on that one. Now, this is the one I'm sure you're very interested in: Tampa Bay versus the Saints. Your boys is in the dome. Uh, you know, I, I guess it's gonna be you know a quiet dome. Um, versus you know, the, I guess. I mean, is, is he the goat, Tom Brady? I mean, I, I guess we can, you know. I mean, I guess we can call him that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 one of the things, man. As somebody who you know had to suffer uh, through one of his uh, championship rings, you know, I, I have to say that I, I I consider him to be the goat uh, just because of of the, the way that my heart is still uh, you know sawed in half. Uh, how he was basically. Uh, you know, death by a thousand cuts, just cutting and cutting and cutting with, with, with you know, slant routes to Julian Edelman and Martellus Ben. I don't want to think about it, but um, yeah, I, th- I think he's, uh, you know, I think that he's uh, definitely uh, trying to have something to prove this year. Um, you know, moving from everybody thinks he's assistant quarterback, so now he's out here in Tampa Bay. Um, I don't think 
you could have asked for a better landing spot than with a guy like Bruce Arians and having all these weapons and Mike Evans, you know, Chris Godwin, Gronk coming back, OJ Howard. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, now having Leonard Fournette in the backfield to go along with Ronald Jones and a decent offensive line, uh, it, it just, it just kind of makes you think. Like, I mean, damn, I mean, this. This looks like a recipe for success. I mean, you talk about an older it looks guy. Looks like it in paper, on paper. It it at Tampa Bay always looks good on paper, but they have never had Tom Brady. And it's it just it, when, when he's almost forty three. I get it, but you know something about going from the cold weather to the warm weather. It tends to help guys, uh, especially as they get older. Um, and I just don't think I've seen a forty three year old in that kind of shape before, and and, and with that kind of nutrition. Uh, trying to play the quarterback position. This ain't Brett Favre out here, you know, pounding beers and eating eat burgers every day. This is this is like some, this is this is different. You know, what I'm saying this is like what, whatever that he got his own health line and all this other yeah. kind of shit. You know, vegan and shit. Like I feel like he's. I feel like it's the twelve system. Yeah, the TB twelve system. System. Yeah, books. I mean, he's going up against, you know, uh, another ageless legend over here, Drew Brees. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, they, uh, you know, bring back. A record you know, breaker. <laughs> yeah, taking care of Alvin Kamara over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, you know, they got to. <laughs> got to do that's that. All, that's, that's, that's all they have to worry about this year is take care of Alvin Kamara, figure out the rest later. You know, you got everybody's favorite receiver, Michael Thomas, out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, he's I his favorite problem. receiver. Oh, yeah. I mean, now I can officially call him the Hotep receiver. You know what I'm saying? He's got some thoughts yeah. that, uh, you know, I was not aware of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's, he's enlightened. <laughs> yeah, he's a little more enlightened than I thought. You know what I mean? I, I always uh, commend those things. I don't, I don't care if I agree with you 100%, man. I like when athletes kind of have thought that does not uh, fall necessarily in line with, you know, the establishment and what everybody, what everybody's PR team must in the damn say. I like when people speak for themselves. Um, so, you know, I definitely think Michael Thomas at the end of the day got a lot more points in my book this offseason than, than uh, he might have been in, in, the, in the minds of other people. But I, I think it's interesting, man, uh, you guys bringing in Emmanuel Sanders. Cause I just think that's a, one of the more underrated signings of the offseason just because I heard yeah, That's, that's guys, a good pick. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, how are y'all feeling about that? And you know, man, like y'all, y'all, y'all liking uh, the way the offense is looking at in the defense? I know nothing about the offense either. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm – Going into the season completely blind. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how much I'm. I'm like, eh, about the Saints. It's like, yeah. even they can get the blind treatment. You know, I'm not even checking for no, no practice uh, videos or nothing. I don't even know how if Drew Brees can throw. Yeah, <laughs> but does he still have? It? Hopefully, has not gotten noodle armed like you know, like the Peyton. Uh, late, late uh, time, Peyton uh, in Denver. We, we, we'll see, man. I am inclined to go with, believe it or not, the Saints in this one. Yeah, um, they usually lose their their openers like that, and it's going to be a shootout. <laughs> it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, either it's going to be a twenty one twenty eight shootout or a forty three and forty shootout. So uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, the Saints, of course. So, right. so you going with the you going with the home team? Next one we got, man, Dallas and LA. Um, very good game, prime time. Uh, two teams that are pretty loaded, uh, especially offensively. Uh, I mean, Dallas. I mean, basically has everything you need on offense from the quarterback position to the running back position to the offensive line to the receivers. Tight ends are even uh, not bad, you know. Uh, I, I, I uh, they have everything you need on that side of the ball defensively. They aren't terrible, and I mean, to look at the Rams. I mean, you know, they lose Ty Gurley, so that's a, a big deal. Um, but they weren't really using him that much anymore uh, because of the you know the, the, the concerns with his knee uh, the past couple of seasons. Um, you lose Brandon Cooks as well uh, to Houston, uh, who you know looks like he's he's looking pretty good out here so far. Um, uh, running routes out here with the Texans, um, so the offense looks a little bit different in, in, in LA. But you know, it looks like you know they obviously always had the three pass catchers, you know, Woods, Cup, and Cooks. But now it looks like when, towards the end of last year, it looks like that third pass catcher ended up becoming the tight end, Tyler Higby. So maybe he picks up a lot of that Brandon Cook slack, um, and, and maybe you know um, having more money to allocate away from Ty Gurley, and, and maybe that kind of helps them bolster in other areas. Um, they obviously still have Aaron Donald on, uh, on the defensive line, so I mean that, that that's always a great yeah. thing to have. <laughs> yeah, that's just you know, it's like having the Hulk in the Avengers. Basically, that he he is a Hulk. That that is that is what we can say 
about that, man. How you feeling about this matchup? Um, I'm gonna go to with the Cowboys. Even you know, even though I don't really like them, I think the Cowboys got it. Their defense is solid. The um, the offense is still complete. Um, I would say LA got it as well, but it's just I don't know why. It just seems like once you lose the um, once you lose the Super Bowl, it's kind of like your your team has like a three four year reset. Before y'all yeah. can, you know, do something. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Um, in the midst of one right now, but um, yeah, I think you, you might be onto something with that one. Uh, man, I, I I want to differ on more of these picks, but damn it, I I really like Dallas here. I just really feel like they're gonna take care of business. Um, damn it, so, yeah, I gotta go Dallas. <laughs> so uh, moving along to uh, to Pittsburgh and, and the Giants uh, Monday night, man. I, I mean, we got, you know, Big Ben coming back uh, for the first time in a long time. And <sighs> Tony O'Brien oh is long gone. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, James Conner should be uh, healthy this season. Juju, I guess, is going to be healthy this season. And, you know, the defense really took a step forward last year for Pittsburgh. Um, and, I mean, the Giants, you know, the Giants were never healthy at the same time last year. I mean, never had Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, you know, Obviously, Darius Slate and Golden Tate. You never had those guys on the field at the same time. For you didn't have them on the field for one snap for one play at all, all last year. Um, right. So I think it'll be a little bit different this year uh, with those guys. And I think you know Danny Dimes, man. I think he's a lot better than people really thought he was going to be. A lot of people kind of thought he was going to be trash when they drafted him. Um, <laughs> but don't look now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He actually looks like he's, he's going to be pretty decent. So I don't know, man. How, how, how you feeling about this? Uh, how, how you feeling about this one? I really like the Giants. Um, now that they're all healthy, they do have a potential because I've I've had um, a Giants player on my fantasy the last few yeah. years, and they all they all um, you know, it's like they all it's like patches on when they're good, and that's only because they're injured. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you're right. Um, I'm, gonna with, I'm gonna go with the Giants on this one. You go to the Giants. I'm roll with Pittsburgh, man. I, I think um, I think it's a big difference. I feel like they were pretty tough last year, but I think it's a big difference having you know uh, Big Ben back there versus you know Hodges and what right. the hell else they had. Mason Rudolph, you know, I guess, at one point. You know, it's, um, it was it was like a, um, it's like pulling a quarterback out of a hat. That's yeah. That's how that season was. And I mean, if you're looking at 2018, I mean, you know, that's. That the year before, Roethlisberger had like a, a fucking record breaking, definitely a career high, you know, like over 5,000 passing yards. Uh, he just really just lighting defenses up. So I don't know if he's going to get back to that level, but I think it'll be good enough uh, to where that defense and, and him combined, it, it will be pretty good. So I think Mike Tomlin bounces back in a big way this year and, and kind of gets kids right back to the playoffs. So I'm going to roll with the Steelers, man. Um, I think uh, this last one here, man, is going to be Tennessee versus Denver. Um, this is the last Monday night game. You know, obviously, you know, King Henry, Derrick Henry out here, you know, basically finally, they finally started feeding Derrick Henry. We've been saying this shit for like three years. Like, just feed Derrick Henry. Like, fuck the efficiency. Just give him his 25 carries no matter what. And just see what the fuck happens. Okay? Like, I, I just, I don't understand what took so long with that. But the, the, the Titans finally started doing that. They finally started having success. Um, they just started just, just manhandling teams uh, towards the end of last season, man. So, uh, I, I'm very uh, interested to see what they do this year with Ryan Tannehill, who looked very good uh, for them, to be quite honest, uh, handing the ball off, to, uh, <laughs> handing the ball off Derek Henry, throwing the ball on occasion. Um, but uh, you know, I think his mobility. Uh, people kind of don't remember that Tannehill is a mobile quarterback, and if some whatever reason, mobile quarterbacks tend to help their running backs. They just, right. yeah. you know, they, they kind of just keep the defense honest. You know, it, it's a really a, very much about angles, and 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 one step matters. You know, and if you have to honor that rollout just for one step. The defense is kept honest. That's one step is all it takes for a run back to get a full head of steam um, in a different direction and, and kind of, you know, able, able to kind of break tackles and, and, and you know, get downhill. So, um, yeah, I mean, between that, A.J. Brown and, and some of the other guys that got on that offense, uh, I think I think Tennessee is going to be interesting to see. Denver, obviously, it depends on how you look at Drew Locke, if you feel like he's a uh, if you feel like he's a good prospect or not, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of waiting to see on him right now. But they do they did bring in Melvin Gordon, uh, Cortland Sutton is, is definitely an underrated guy, uh, and along with Noah Fant. I mean, they got some young guys who are uh, they they, they can make an impact. Um, the defense is you know 
taking a hit with like, the Von Miller injury, but I, I don't know what to expect from Denver this year. Um, how are you feeling about this matchup? Um, with uh, Corden Sutton actually got injured today, so they they're out with him as well. So I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Tennessee. Damn it, so am I. Um, so we're, we're both uh, in lockstep <laughs> on that one. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm counting these up. Okay, so we differed, right, on, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So five games we differed on. So, I mean, that, that, that's, that's a good uh, – we'll definitely have some uh, some difference in our score. Uh, hell, a lot of these L's we take, we might take together. They, every W, we're going to count that motherfucking whoever got the best – Score at the end of the season, we're going we gonna to figure something out. I, I ain't got it in my head yet, but we're going to figure something out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, that, that's the NFL preview. You know what I'm saying? We definitely want to run through that with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and I think, you know, just between that, I mean, I think, you know, it's it, it's very interesting to see that football is back. I, I, I do not know for how long we, we, that remains to be seen. <laughs> but, you know, at, at the same time, man, we'd be remiss if we didn't, uh, you know, discuss the other – uh, action that is going on on the other side of the coin, which is the NBA, and you know the, the bubble is still uh, you know going strong. Obviously, after the, uh, the short-lived uh, strike, you know the guys are back at it. Um, yeah. We're well into the second round at this point. We've seen some teams uh, begin to get eliminated. The Bucks got. We we talked about the Bucks. We talked about the Bucks being in trouble on the last episode, and yeah. boy oh boy, did they get they get swept the hell up out of here, bro. Like what was that? That was nasty. Yeah. That didn't even need to happen. Um, and isn't Giannis going to be the the MVP again? I don't know. I, has I don't know. Has it been announced? I don't know. I don't know who the MVP is going to be. Um, I'm I'm not it's sure. What <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't like that either. I, I I don't know what to expect. Um, I think I think Giannis did deserve Defensive Player of the Year despite how terrible you know the books look, but um. I did. I do think he deserved it. I mean, they did. You know, I have the best uh, interior defense this season, and you talk about uh, uh, we looking at points by uh, points per hundred possessions. You know, defending at the rim, and uh, you know, just the, the way that they led the league in defensive rating. I mean, I think that they, he deserved that. But when we talk about overall MVP, I would I, I would be you know cool with that going to somebody else. <laughs> but in any event, you know, the, the Bucks are up out of here. Um, uh, courtesy of the Miami Heat, uh, who really should have swept them things, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how they fucked around and, and, and let them bullshit them in that game four, but they took care of business in game five. Jimmy and them now have a decent little break as they wait uh, the winner of tomorrow night's uh, matchup between the Celtics and the Raptors for, uh, you know, to see who's going to be uh, playing in that Eastern Conference Finals matchup. Uh, the Lakers took care of business also, man. Uh, you know, uh, looks like they're kind of gaining control of that series uh, with their win tonight. Over uh, the Rockets, uh, looks like they're uh, they you know they, they got them by ten. They're up three one now. Um, but yeah, man, it was a uh, you know pretty uh, it's pretty straightforward uh, you know victory for them. Uh, so you know I think you know these first couple series they starting to look like LeBron having those uh, those little checkup games at the beginning of the series. Like oh what do I need to do? Okay, and they come out and just you know basically pick the team apart in the next few games. So that's what happened with Portland. It looks like. Uh, it's it's uh, slowly uh, taking place here in this series. We'll see if Houston can kind of make this a series. Um, what, what, what you, how you how you feeling about this uh, uh, about these Western Conference playoffs? Not not just the Lakers, but I mean your, your boys is uh your boys has got an interesting series on their hands as well. Oh yeah, um, I think the Lakers is going to pull it off. Um, and with the Clippers, Yeah, I think they got that too. It's gonna be the um the game that everybody want to see the the Western Conference Finals, uh, the Battle of L.A. So you know, just we're just waiting on that. However, it comes. But um, yeah. yeah, this this Toronto and Celtics, you know, Toronto ain't going out without a fight. You gotta no. respect it. Yeah. Got to, got to respect it, man. We expected, uh, you know, Kyle and them. I mean, hey, they're the heart of a champion. I mean, we, we can't, they, they are the least talked about defending champion in, in the history of playoffs. Like, nobody's talking yeah, about calling no them the defending champion. Nobody's saying that. I, never um, heard, I didn't even hear that all season. They're, <laughs> they are. They're just a Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just plugging in OG and a note before, you know, Kawhi and basically just moving 
Fred up in the lineup to, you know, to Danny Green's spot. I do feel like if they would have kept Danny Green, that would definitely would have helped because he definitely helped him do a lot of things. And, you know, but Fred, hey, Fred doing, the shit, doing, doing his thing, man, you know, as a starter. So I can't even, can't even front on that. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they are in back in the finals. I mean, I think it's a very real, real possibility. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, that would be an interesting series if it did end up being Raptors Clippers, right? I mean, <laughs> that, that would be a uh, that would be something else. But you know, obviously Boston still is going to have something to say about that. You know, I think it would be nice if Kimba showed up. I mean, damn, like what the fuck is Kimba? Am I the only person that's missing Kimba? Like, what the fuck is Kimba? Like, this nigga's not been doing anything. It might be. He's been a little silent. Um. So you know, I like to see Kimba make his make his uh, name felt. Um, and it kind of, you know, put a stamp on the playoffs, man. You in the playoffs, dog. Like, finally, you finally here, bro. Like, let, let, let's get it. Um, but um, between that, man, um, and, I mean, Miami, you know, they're going to be well-rested, and it's a very well-conditioned team. So whoever win this one, they're going to have to come with it, man, because the Heat ain't, the Heat ain't, you know, they ain't no slouches, dog. Like, you know, they got a championship uh, coach themselves. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, Jimmy is on a mission, you know. I mean, like, last thing y'all niggas need to do is let Jimmy get to the final. Y'all ain't going to hear the end of that shit. No, you'll never hear the end because he's going to win two on his own. Say, I will my soldiers in the boat. You know what I mean? Like, you gonna never, you going to never hear the end of this shit. Um, I feel like, um, you know, I, I think, I, think I, I don't know what to expect, but I, I'm, I'm very, I, they're very much a live, uh, a live team here, and I think they can, they can certainly, uh, the East is wide open, in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, he can very much be in the finals. So I don't know, man. The Western, the Western Conference side of that, I mean, I, I think it's it's pretty much always been it was always going to come down to the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, and, and I've always thought the Rockets might have been a little little interesting, um, but you know, it doesn't look like that was the case. Obviously, you know, the Rockets were missing a key a key contributor tonight. Uh, you know, as a result of uh, some things that have been allegedly happening in the bubble. Uh, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, you I, know. I do think, um, you know, Daniel House is a very uh, key contributor to this team. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they just yeah. needed sexual healing. That's it. That's all they needed, sexual healing. You know. They didn't those, call, the, call the nurse for the sexual healing. So it's, it's, that's all. Yeah, that, that's all that happened. Um, you know, apparently, you know, they're saying that, um, you know, there, there were reports uh, that came out, you know, regarding Daniel House, basically alleging that he was, uh, you know, had uh, a young lady who uh, was as a COVID tester or whoever she might have been uh, come up to the room and basically break the the sanctity of their bubble, uh, I guess you can say. <laughs> Everybody's pretty, pretty uh, upset about it. And uh, he was suspended, I guess, or again, even, even it's still just speculation. I don't know. I think any of this has been proven. Yeah, um, just, you know, they're just saying that, that he brought in the. Uh, Brought in a COVID testing nurse, and just for you know, they never even said they slept together. Did she just go into his room? So who knows? It's all alleged. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. What was going on with that? Because the evidence still seems circumstantial. I, I just don't have anything to. So I, I cannot sit up here and, and, and sit up here and say that this man right. has done anything. Just yeah. because I just, I just it just seems it seems ridiculous. I I, I just I just don't it, like y'all need to have more concrete evidence than to just run this man's name through the mud like this. Um, then the nerve to basically suspend the guy. Um, you know I I, I don't know. I mean obviously the, the, it could, it remains to be seen. Maybe some something happened. Maybe something didn't. At the same time, man, I, I don't even at the end of the day like is this shit really worth all this? But that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Is it worth it? Like that, 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 it just, it just seems a little ridiculous, uh, to just be, uh, like nobody's gonna, you know, I mean, obviously we, we, we've talked about a 99.96 recovery rate and all that, but it just seems a little, uh, a little insane to just make this big of a deal out of it. A lot of people saying LeBron called it in because, uh, <laughs> oh, so LeBron is the one that, that is behind the hotline. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, he is Ballin's life 23. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, everybody, you know, people have their opinions, you know what I'm saying? People say, you know, it's clutch ties, you know what I'm saying? Clutch, clutch is called, clutch is the fix is in. You know, everybody's saying all these things. Um, but, um, you know, in, 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 any, in any event, I think, you know, um, hopefully, you know, the truth comes to light and, uh, you know, uh, nothing uh, too egregious uh, happens to the player there um, as a result of that. So, yeah, man. Uh, any more thoughts on that? Uh, shit, I mean, I don't know what else to do to say. No. No, there ain't nothing else on, on that. 
Yeah, man. So, I mean, I think, you know, I think that's pretty much, um, you know, all I had. I, I mean, I, I don't really, you know, this week has just been kind of a weird week, obviously. Um, you know, sports is uh, continuing to be in full, full force. Um, you know, I mean, obviously it's a distraction, but, you know, at the same time, we always advise you all to, to, to still stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Things can be escapes. Uh, we don't want we don't want people to just be completely oblivious to the, to the thoughts and and, and, uh, and and you know basically the the mindset that is still needed out here uh, in, in today, uh, especially in the year 2020. You know we still want everybody to maintain a vigilant mindset. We still want everybody to just remain focused and, and just be be aware of the things that are going on around you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just listen to people uh, as far as you know their uh, if, if people have a different uh, you know take than you. Hey, I, I enjoy listening to that shit. Like, I, I want to hear, I, I want to hear all the bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we need to have a, a, a more of a mentality of, you know, let, let's let's start listening to shit. Let's start reading shit. You know what I'm saying? You right. disagree with it, disagree with it. Uh, but people just, you know, they just want to live in this in this bubble of, um, you know, oh, it's got to be, you know, what I'm saying it's got to be about this. It's got to be, you know, about you know. Uh, a certain uh, subject matter, you know what I'm saying? If it ain't about happiness and, 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 and you know, your oblivious lifestyle that, that you try to live, you know, people don't want to, don't want to, you know, have no time for it. If it ain't funny or fun, or it's just like, is, is that that's all you want to be all the damn time. Like, ain't about turning up or, you know what I mean? Like, we gotta, we gotta, you know, basically, we gotta focus a lot more, man, and just really sit down a little bit. Um, you know, and, and I just, you know, obviously the time and place for everything, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying don't do nothing, but shit, I mean, you know, we got to We got to We got to We got to read sometimes. You know what I'm saying? We got to get out here. You got to prioritize, man. You got to prioritize. <laughs> yeah, you got to educate yourself because you yeah. know you you don't stand for nothing. You fall for everything. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. You know, we, we definitely want to advise you guys uh, to do that at all times, man. Um, and uh, do you have uh, any uh, any herbs this week? Oh shit! Any you know what? Her- herb herbal corner, and I don't know how I let that. How how we fell off of that, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, uh, herbal corner. Uh, we definitely uh got something, you know, what I'm saying for that. Hell, I I can you know obviously just you know pull pull, pull something here, man. Um, so uh basically, you know, one of my favorite uh another one of my favorite herbs, man. Um, ginger. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about that at length. Um, but man, I just feel like uh it, you know it's, it's nature's best medicine. You know, and I mean, you can literally enjoy it in, in, in a variety of ways from tincture form um, to, to fresh chopped ginger. You can just put it some somewhere, ginger uh, powder. Um, you know, there, there's so many different ways you can have it in capsule form. Uh, you can do, uh, do it in a variety of ways. But, man, it just works to, you know, uh, basically, uh, you know, basically give you a, your your body that the stimulation that it needs in, in every area uh, helps your, your blood flow, um, you know, helps, you know. Uh, obviously helps with inflammation. Uh, you know, one of the main problems that people have uh, in today's society um, is, is battles with with inflammation. And inflammation basically, uh, you know, it manifests itself in, in ways, um, you know, in different ways in different people. So, you know, depending on your lifestyle and the things you do, things you may consume, in addition to that, maybe how active your lifestyle is or, or what things you might do uh, regularly, all those things, you know, factor into what, uh, you're afflicted by it, but when I tell you ginger is one of the best medicines for, for almost any, it, 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 it is nothing it won't help with, <laughs> essentially, is what we can say. Um, and, and I, I got to say, man, it's just um, it's just something to think about. Obviously, we, a lot of people know about you know its effects on calming nausea, um, but you know it soothes you know sore muscles. Um, you know it helps with arthritis. Obviously, you know that there's you know legitimate evidence that it does help you know in, in the fight against cancer uh lowers your blood, your blood sugar uh, it also helps you know for, for, for the ladies out there you know to, to ease you know pains uh you know um and, and you know i think it's it's one of those things man you think about man like i, I never like, I, would, I would have ginger that would see them on, on, on menus and you know and involved in a particular uh a dish that i might be eating and i'm like eh, i don't know if i want a ginger uh in, in my in my food or or, or, or whatever but if had I known like just over my life, like just how beneficial it would have been to just take the ginger in whatever whatever I was eating or, or drinking, like man, it is just the, the 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 benefits are just literally endless. Um when we're talking about, you know, how um 
basically just how beneficial this this can be. Uh, also, it can lower your cholesterol. Obviously, that's another thing. And just protect against just a variety of diseases. It strengthens the immune system. It you know, helps indigestion. It's just it's it just one of those things, man. If you can take ginger every day, do it. Um, <laughs> just find a way to do it, man. Uh, it's just um, definitely one of the best things out there. So I advise uh, people of all ages to go ahead and mark that one down. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to not miss the herbal corner. Uh, I don't know how, how, how we fell off that. <laughs> we got to do this every week. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> gender is important because you, you just got to think about what black people have been uh, being dedicated to for centuries. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. You know, uh, uh, it's supposed to cure everything, every sickness you have, ginger ale. So, you know, it's, that's, it's all in the pudding right there, ginger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's right there. It's all in, I mean, hell, a lot of this stuff has always, always been right here, uh, you know, just put here for us. Um, you know, so, you know, while we're thinking that, you know, everything is about, you know, man-made uh, solutions and, 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 and you know, uh, vaccinations and all these other things that we just try to lean on um, when they not aren't necessarily what uh, is necessary to sustain a healthy life. You know, uh, it's about, you know, obviously we've said on numerous occasions on this on this podcast to just make, make sure you're maintaining your own personal health, your own personal well-being, your own personal immune system and help you to fight off whatever uh, you might be worried about versus uh, just living, you know, um, in a bubble of fear. Yeah, don't live in a bubble. But um, but yeah, man, um, you know that's that's pretty much it for this week. Um, you know, I mean, we uh did this thing a little bit differently this week. Uh, obviously, you know, NFL is back. Um, we'll see how how long. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, everybody out there, man, shit. I mean, hey, enjoy the enjoy the week, enjoy the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Hope y'all had a good you know Labor Day and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, I don't know, man. I guess I guess you know the next time. Until yeah, next time. Yeah.